Pulp MX Network Production. Welcome to the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show presented by Maxis Tires and Renthal on RacerXOnline.com. With your continued support of our sponsors, we have surpassed 1,500 podcasts delivered with over 15 million downloads. Click that Amazon banner on Pulp MX to help us out. Donate via Patreon if it suits you. As always, enrich your moto lifestyle by working with the sponsors who support us. Moto Podcast, featuring legends of the past, stars of today, season previews and race reviews, introspection, opinion, facts, and laughs. Here's your host, Steve Mathis. Welcome, everybody, to the Fly Racing Racer X Podcast, Anaheim 2 wrap-up. Thank you for listening. Appreciate it. Lots to talk about when it comes to Anaheim 2, that's for sure. Lots happened, and uh, looking forward to talking about it. So appreciate you guys listening. Thank you, Fly Racing, flyracing.com. Please check them out on the web. Blake Baggett going for the lead at Anaheim 2, wearing Fly Racing gear, and uh, unfortunately he went down, but uh, flyracing.com rebounded with Zach Osborne uh, putting in a, a really good ride. Uh, from the Formula Helmet to the Evo gear to the uh, new form- the FR5 boots, they'll dial you in, flyracing.com. Uh, please check them out on the on the web. Go to your local dealer, pound on the counter, demand to see the latest and greatest from the folks at, at uh, Fly Racing. So thanks to those guys for making it happen. Maxxis Tires, MXST, out there, used by Alex Ray, everybody, putting it into the last two main events via the LCQ. Uh, MXST tires developed by the King McGrath on his Kawasaki, and A-Ray took that technology on his Kawasaki and uh, made the last two main events. Thanks to Maxxis.com for coming on board. Also want to thank Renthal. They just debuted a new bar. It is the uh, Fat Bar 36, the undisputed global leader in manufacturing design since 1969. Renthal has become notorious for a relentless obsession to detail and quality through their commitment to produce the finest products on the market today, from the 7-8 bar to the twin wall to the Fat Bar to now the Fat Bar 36 that they de- debuted on Friday. Ken Roxon used that bar to win St. Louis. Uh, please check them out, Renthal.com, for more information. And we also want to thank, on the review shows, is uh, Alias CBD, designed for the extreme athlete and all of us. And uh, certainly I went mountain biking today, so that means I'm pretty extreme. Everyone is take, talking about CBD, but the Alias pa- Pain Bomb is so much more than that. They spent two years working with the so- top scientists in the field to create a bomb with a do- dozen organic botanicals and the highest concentration uh, of photo- phytocannabinoids on the market. Sounds really good. The motivation was was a love for motocross and finding a new way to advance the sport. AliasCBD.com for more information. Probably tell you how to pronounce that word as well. Alias Racer X is the code to save 20% on that. So cool thing is you can try get into CBD. Uh, I've, I've used some of it. I like it. Alias Racer X saves you 20%. So thanks to those companies for coming on board this podcast. Anaheim 2, lots to talk about with me on the line. He's the voice of Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championships. It's Jason Wygant. What's up, Weech? Yeah. What's happening? Well, that was, uh, I'm not going to say all time. I'm not going to say best ever. I'm not going to say most. But certainly one of the more enjoyable nights at yeah. a Supercross race. Yep. Lots happening. Lots to discuss. 
I know we'll get our buddy JT on here in a bit as we are decompressing from uh, back-to-back NFL playoff games, but it was good. And I want to remind everyone, go to uh, onxmaps.com. You can uh, check out their off-road maps. Uh, we, I've talked about this the last couple weeks on the show. New sponsor on board. You can find places to ride. You can leave trails of places you've discovered to ride. So go to onxmaps.com. They've actually got hiking and running maps and mountain bike maps. So maybe you uh, e-bike life guys like yourself mm-hmm. uh, can use it as well. Went out today. Yep. Went out today. Not not really Man. feeling it, but a nice little spin today with Lissa Moore. You know, wow. a nice little light hour 15 just to get the blood mm-hmm. going, you know. so On the program. I feel like program. I was telling somebody that I, I can't – every single conversation in the pits – that I have is about e-bikes, it seems like. Like, also motocross and supercars. But everyone throws in an e-bike talk in there. I'm just like, it's like, you know, I'm the ambassador or something. I don't know. But, well, yeah, I was uh, hanging out with some VIP buddies tonight, and uh, I'm still out in California, and the e-bikes came up, and then uh, yep. inevitably, and within about 40 seconds, Steve Mathis gets brought up as well. Yes, I agree. It's like I, yes. I, everyone wants to talk to me about e-bikes, and it's like I, I love them, and I've been mountain biking a lot. But, yeah, so anyways, I guess, I mean, you know, hey, it is what it is. Um, JT will join us here shortly. So who's – before we get – let's start with 250s, right? <laughs> we, we have yes, to. this is – we're going to break some records here. Yeah, uh, when yeah. I wrote the Saturday Night Live feature for Racer X Online – Last night with our, our new guy, Kellen Brower, we started with the 250s, which we never, ever, ever do. No. The 450s are always the story. Not last night. Oh, no. Not last night. Biggest, biggest loser from this race. Uh, Dylan Ferrandez, <laughs> Christian Craig, or Jet Lawrence. Remember, Jet still got ninth. Um, yes. Biggest loser from this race. Uh, I'm going to go Jet because he's broken collarbone. He will no longer be racing. So I'll go Jet. But Dylan, I think, has some payback coming. And, uh, uh, you know, his. The fans uh, hate him. The fans, fans hate him. hating him now. And yes. Craig, obviously, I think was in line for a podium. No problem. Maybe a third spot on the box uh, until Dylan did that to him. So, but I'll still go Jet as the biggest loser. Yeah, to go from. Um Almost winning to at least second place to now you're out for the next month or two. Probably the biggest loser. But Craig's not the worst in this situation, but I will say, Craig, let's see. Craig essentially got third in Anaheim 1 but didn't get to go to the podium. Uh, Was on his way to third at St. Louis, crashed out, landed on a tough block. And probably would have got third, worst case scenario. I think so. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So he's... Potentially looking at three, three, three scores to begin the year. Instead, doesn't walk up to the podium or shake champagne once, and he's like twenty fourth in points. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's Christian yeah, Craig. Yeah, and, and coming off two crappy years, like he needs yes. a strong year, right? I'm not saying that Craig has been as fast as Cooper or Fortner or, or Ferrandis, but if you go three, three, three in the first three races, you're doing all right. But he, there's not a single podium photo of him. So, the pass. Uh, oh, first yes. of all, nice to hear a sta- a whole stadium boo somebody, and I don't mean that in a, you know, in a, in a like I, I feel great that Ferrandis got booed or whatever. Just you forget, you forget the, how the fans can get uh, Pastrana yes. at Indianapolis, uh, Ricky with the crown at the U.S. Open. Um, uh, 
few other ops times I can't remember. Maybe you know, you've got some other ones, but yeah, you forget. I say Marv at Foxborough wasn't quite this level. I mean, it was no, solid, because I feel like the, this level. yeah, I feel like there wasn't yeah. many people as many people there, right? So yeah. yeah, yeah, it wasn't this level. Right, right. It was unreal. Actually, the volume was uh, about as loud as a supercross can get. Really, <laughs> um, and I think you know they they saw him take Craig out. And then they wanted this kid to win. Everybody wanted Jet to win, 16 years old, out front. And then we'll, t- we'll talk about that pass, but they also got, you know, Dylan hit Jet, and then, then that was it. That, I think that if Dylan doesn't hit Jet, perhaps the boos aren't as loud. But it was like a double whoa, whammy. Whoa, whoa. You mean, what do you mean hit Jet? Like in, in, when, he, when he wanted to go past him, like when they made contact. You know, like he, he, jet, he hit Jet in the corner, Jet screwed up, you know, before the 3-3. Tr- Oh, I didn't. I didn't really consider that he roughed no, up. Jet. No, it was fine. It was a great, fine pass. No problems with that pass. I don't have an issue with that pass. Oh. But there was contact, right? So the fans are just like, this French guy's single-handedly taking down all the Geico <laughs> Honda riders. Like you know, like that's how they're looking at it. These these animals in the stands. That's all I mean. Like th- I think that that made it worse. I, I agree. I mean, there's so many, so many angles to take this from. And we cannot rule out there's some percentage game of Ferrandis being French. I am not saying that if Justin Cooper had done the exact same move to Craig, the fans would have been pumped on it. I'm not saying that. He would have gotten booed. Uh, he oh, came yeah. in on Sexton last year at one of the East races, and the crowd was not pumped on it. Yep. I'm not saying that if an American runs into Craig, the fans are you know, not booing. But, I mean, we're talking podium all-time level boos, like top three level boos in the history of Supercross. It's, it's up there. Uh, yeah, the, the, it's up there. The French thing is no doubt oh, maybe yeah. an extra 20%, 30% boost. No, you, you reverse the role of this, and uh, it's not as bad. It's not as much outrage. 100%, I believe that. If right, you reverse, yeah. yeah. If Craig, if, if Co- Justin Cooper, same team, American hits Craig, they boo him, but they don't boo him this no, loud. No, no. And, and but then you add the double whammy with hitting Jet as well, and they wanted Jet and, to win and it, badly. Yes. So it was going to be awesome. Yeah, yes. and then so I just yep. think Dylan was just this perfect <laughs> yes. storm. So I did a, I did a Renthal reaction pod earlier with Parabinos, and, and I'll summarize that as well. But so to me, there are passes that are just dirty. Just I'm going to take you out, uh, Alessi on tickle. Uh, otherwise, brakes didn't work. Remember? Um, oh, sure. Right. Sure freeze on yeah. Pike before Freeze got beat down. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely a, a bunch of other passes. I can't. Uh, Bowers on Barsha. Um, you know, passes that were like, I'm knocking you down. I I don't even care what happens. I'm going to knock you down. Blah blah blah. Um, those are dirty, and 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 everything else. This one, I don't put this one in that category. The, Dylan, it, this was a bad move. He never should have done it. I don't know. I don't know how this would have worked, you know, in his mind. I don't know how this yeah. would have worked. I don't know how he would have yeah. thought that he was going to pull this off. But yeah. he had no intention of taking Craig out or down. It was just a dumb decision, and he does deserve to get booed. Don't get me wrong, but I don't look at this like, oh, he's super dirty. Yeah, I agree. It was the difference between dumb and dirty. Like it was ill-advised. It was a bad decision. And I was talking about it a lot today, and. You know, it's easy. I always say this. The riders don't have calculators on the handlebars. Now, we all know that Ferrandez caught Craig from a decent ways back. And it's like, dude, you're going to get him. You don't need to rush it. You don't need to be this impatient. But 
I've never been in this situation, uh, you know, on a super cross track and calculating it, but I'm not sure if you're Ferrandis, you're not able, you're not sitting in the stands seeing all that unfold. You know, you're just thinking, okay, I keep getting bad starts. I got 12th last week. I got to go. I got to go. The first mm-hmm. opening I have, I'm going for it. Now, maybe, you know, if the yeah. if he could pause the race and freeze the race and go into the stands and look at the gap and look at the amount of time he had to catch those two riders, maybe he says, eh, this one's not going to work. I'll pass Craig a lap later and I'll still have plenty of time. But when you talk to these guys at the end of the race, Steve, they're not thinking like that. They're working on sections like I got to get this corner right. I got to get this dragon back greased. I got to do this triple. I got to scrub. They're they don't have calculators on the handlebars. Mm-hmm. They're just trying to go as balls out fast as they can all the time. So I think he caught Craig. He's frustrated because he's been coming through the pack. He needs to make up points from last week. And the first moment he sees an opening, instinct is go for it. It was dumb. It wasn't going to work. I mean, there was no chance this was going to work. But I think that was it. It was an ill-advised you know, maybe yeah. a little bit desperate, maybe overzealous, overaggressive attempt. But I don't think his plan at all was to knock this dude down. Right. Uh, did you talk to him after the press conference? Uh, in the press conference, uh, yeah, he felt bad. Yep. He he said he wants to apologize. That wasn't his goal, you know, to to wreck someone. Um, but he said, I came in and I slid. You know, my tire slid, and I think sliding is what led me into him. And I did get a few people. This is shocking. Is there is there any chance we're blaming this on Craig at all? By the way, do we need <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, I did get a few comments. Someone actually said on YouTube. I said you guys can argue in the comments below, and someone said do your research. I saw a photo on Facebook. Craig hit him from behind. It's Craig's fault. So I went back and analyzed it. I think Craig had one point three seconds to go from full gas to full brakes stop mm-hmm. yeah. to avoid it. Yeah, like Craig had nowhere to go. Like no, he, no. He, he he came in too. Ferrandis came in too hot. Wasn't going to make the turn. Slid, and the rest is history. But Ferrandis basically said, "I apologize. I didn't mean to do that. I didn't want to wreck myself or him. I came into the corner too hot, and I slid. I lost traction. You yeah. know, essentially yeah. saying, my bad. Yeah. I'm sorry. I messed up. It was a mistake. Not I tried to knock the dude down. Yeah, yeah, and and that's where I think the the hatred needs to." Back it down a little bit. Like, calm down, everybody. Like, my Twitter thing was just a cesspool of arguments. Oh, my today. God. Yes. And I'm just like, you know, it was a dumb move. It was ridiculous. It, it, I don't, it wouldn't have worked. I don't know what, what in the perfect world, where does that, how does that work? Craig would have to jack that corner up so badly for Dylan to get in in front of Craig. Like, I don't know how that would have worked. What world Dylan thought that that was going to be successful? Like, what was the goal? Right? Yeah, like I said, I think it was just desperate. Like, he went outside, I got to go inside. Wherever he goes, I got to go the opposite and try to pass him now. Did he really need to be that desperate? No. But I think we take for granted how much strategy these guys have when they're really doing things reactionary. I I agree with that, Weege, but where where did we see any passes being made in that turn? Now, I didn't – it was hard to see from the press box, but I watched the race back and – uh, yeah. I watched it all day long. I didn't see where anybody no. made any passes in that section where Dylan's mind no. would be like, oh, I can get somebody here. You yeah, know, you're right. You, you can't. You can't get – I don't know what you were going to plan on doing. I, I really don't know. So, to me, like – And I'll add you know. to your evidence. Um, at one point, I think it was in the 450 LCQ, we saw a rider laid out right where Craig was. Um, 
right where Craig would end up being laid out later on in the night. Yeah. It was Cartwright. And I believe now, I think Jerry, Robin, and Cartwright came together in that same corner. So uh, I didn't see it. Nobody saw it. It's LCQ warfare. People aren't paying attention like they yeah. are in a battle for the lead. Yeah. But I believe it was like the one time a pass was stepped into the corner, it ended up yeah. two guys on the ground. Like, yeah. there's no way it's going to work. Yeah, I just, no way. I just can't see it. So, no. you know, but I'm, I, at the same time, I'm, I'm, you know, Dylan gets probation, which, uh, yeah, yeah, right. yeah, well, yeah, exactly, yeah. whatever. Riders get probation. Yep. Sh- shocker. Um, yep. You know, Craig, Craig's out, and, 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 and you know, it's just, just Geico Honda goes from two guys on the podium. I was talking to Dunge at the end of the night. Still weird, by the way. Still weird. Yeah, really? Yeah, still weird. You and Dunge. Well, not, no, not talking to Dunge. Just being Dunge. Got the Geico shirt and all that. Not, not talking to him. Oh no, that's that's not weird anymore. You're totally good. Yeah, we're fine. Okay. No, yeah. I, I meant just Ryan with the, the Geico shirt. Ryan and yeah. the Geico is right, weird. Okay. Right. So, right. um, and you know, I just said, hey, yeah, you guys have two spots on the podium, and you end up with nothing. Like, like that. That's that's terrible. But, um, so well, here's the thing, though. Like, Craig owes Dylan one. Dylan's in a championship fight. Craig's got nothing mm-hmm. to lose. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not saying, again, Christian isn't the type of guy to go out there and Vince freeze this thing or um, whatever, uh, Michael Lessie, Brock Tickle this thing. But he's got one coming, and uh, the star guys better not throw, throw a tantrum here because uh, there'll be a little bit of frontier justice, I think. So Dylan needs to watch out. I mean, is he faster than Craig? Yes, so far this year he has been. So, you know, it's not like Craig's going to come up on him. Uh, but... It's coming, I think. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, I had to check in today. Um, you know, I know a guy that helps um, Geico with their press releases. Oh, okay, you do, uh, yeah. A good one to write this week. Yeah. A really good one yeah. to write this week. Um, you know, running one-two for the majority of the race, and then uh, neither guy even crosses the finish line. Right, right. That's always good. Yeah. Now, rely on my soothsayer here, uh, Grant Langston, staying at his house right now. Uh, can I sum it up the way Langston did? You want me to give you that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, from one two to fu. How about that? No, there we go. That'll work. <laughs> I look forward to that being the title. The yes. Title I, I check with the team owner and yeah. I say, "Can we just run one two to fu? Is that cool?" Yeah. Is that- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that sounds something like GL would would do. Yeah. yeah I, right. I mean, these the the knowledge. Like, I just wish I could live that way. Right. It, I mean, it sums it up so thusly. Um, uh, but I did check in with the Craig Camp today. And I don't think they're as fired up uh, now as they were then. Um, I think a lot of riders take a step back and they're like, hey, dude, I'm not hurt. It's just a race. It's yeah. just one thing. Uh, so you're right. I mean, Frontier Justice and Racing says that Ferrandez has one coming. I'm, I'm not sure. Uh, but do not forget. Do not forget that one completely out of nowhere, completely unreasonable time that Craig took out Alex Martin in practice. Yeah. I, that, that, that showed up he, on my timeline time today, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, he's capable of doing it if he wants to do it. He knows how to do it. Hashtag poor yeah. troll train. Yeah, troll train got laid out, and that was in practice. So yeah. I'm not saying Craig's not capable. Yeah. Um, I don't know. But what's your take? I mean, dude, the booze, there, there was a turbo boost, a nitrous oxide boost of the French thing, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah, yeah, you, cha- yeah. you change them out, and the booze are not as harsh. One hundred percent. You'll never convince me otherwise. I got a little heat from people saying, "Like, why are you bringing this into it?" And I'm like, "Come on, come, yeah, stop like, it, stop it." It was so extreme. Yeah. And, well, I, yeah. I French, and then bumping Jet also. Like in in people's eyes, he cost Jet the win too. Which it, 
None of those yeah. passes, anything he did on Jet, I did not have a problem with. Jet went wide to triple, and Dylan dove to the inside. That's that's awesome racing, um, yeah. and and it's a, that's a good track that al- that's a good track also that allows you know hey you want to take a risk you want to get some speed you want to go three all right well go out there you know what I mean like I like that yep. so I had no problems with anything Dylan did but I think the fans are just like this guy first it's Christian and now it's the sixteen year old he's hitting him you know and then that was it that was but I yes. dude it was pretty gnarly yeah. Uh, I am pretty impressed. You know, we always wonder, there isn't real data on, you know, especially in at Anaheim, how knowledgeable are the fans? Are they all super hardcore fans that know everything about everything? Or are some just going for a fun Saturday night? Let's be honest, Jet Lawrence is very new to the scene. And up until, I'd say, Loretta's in August, he was unknown to everyone, practically. And on a super cost level, he literally made his debut 15 days ago. They seem to have picked up that last lap when he was leading. And I'm not saying that it was they were cheering just because they're like, I don't know who's going to win. He had a couple of bike lengths. And I looked around in the stadium, and everybody was standing. In three races, this crowd has figured out, who is this new kid? I like this new kid. Yeah, This is going to be awesome if this new kid wins. They, and it's a 250 class where we know people aren't always as knowledgeable. I was impressed the Anaheim crowd absolutely adopted jet lawrence and, and, and just to further the french part i go to paris every year there's french on french crime and <laughs> it's treated you know with cheers and booze but if an american knocks down a french rider oh it's on <laughs> it, it is on ask barsha yes you know ask michael essie ask mm-hmm. any of these guys and, and, and mm-hmm. so it's there it's real the French fans mm-hmm. lose their minds, and that's totally fine. I understand that. So, for people who want to bring oh, yeah, that up, it's been an exciting know. evening. It is funny though. Uh, the difference—it's not just foreigners; it's French Pacific because we're talking about Jet Lawrence here, who is actually not an American. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and as I had to respond to one person, I'm like, "Dude, if Chad Reed Ram James Stewart, the crowd was cool with it." And he's Australian. <laughs> it's a French thing. Yeah. It's yeah. Specifically. Yeah. A you yeah. must speak English thing. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. So, wow. Um, and again, this whole thing, like Forkner threw it away. You wow. Know, Jet threw it away. Not all. Well, no, Jet did throw it away on his own. I mean, he could have he could have took a second. You know, so he threw it away. Craig got it thrown away for him. Um, and and Cooper did not. Justin Cooper did not ride well. And no. Brandon Hartwright got the th- quietest third place in history. Uh, <laughs> And Dylan, obscured in all of this, is Dylan's start was again garbage. And he came through the pack to win. And these other guys don't seem to want it this year, outside of Cooper. Well, yeah, the Fortner thing, as I said to you in the press box, it's got to be a crazy race for last week's winner to essentially crash out of the race. And that's not even thought about. I mean, right. that's, not even, yeah. that's not even the headline or the sub-headline. I mean, Fortner, he got 17th after winning last week. This mm-hmm. is a serious problem. Yeah. No, he's uh, 22 oh, points he? down. He's almost a race yeah. down. Yeah. Right. I mean, you would not have thought leaving round three that you're practically saying, oh, man, Fortner's pretty much out of it. I mean, 22 points with what? Six races to go? He has 29, tough. He has 29 laps led. Next guy is 16. Then it's six. Yeah. yeah. But I don't know. It's it's so easy to say, ah, Fortner, you know, hangs it out too much. But I just feel like in the end, all these problems are coming in the whoops. The whoops are tough, and he's, you know, he's got a problem in the whoops. 
I don't think it's a hanging it out thing. I think it's a he's got problems in the whoops thing, and those whoops were nasty. We'll talk about it in the four fifties. Yeah, they yeah. they could bite you. Yeah, yeah. Well, exciting race. Yeah. Oh yeah. And, and I and I think I don't know. I I don't care what Christian says or. Whatever, but I, I, there'll be some payback. There has to be. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah I do. Back. I think so. Yep. He owes it. He owes it to him. Yeah, and, and Dylan has to accept it. You know, short of a T bone or like a, you know, I'm going to break your tib fib. Like that's out of yep. line. You know, I I just mean some good hard racing. You know, Andrew Short style. I think Ferrandis. You know, he's one of the more veteran riders of this class. Uh, I I think he would take that and and not. Right. Yeah. He upset. Yeah. He he knows he's got one coming, and that's that's the way it goes. Right. Yep. I agree. Well, yep. and again, lost in all this is uh, Cooper extended his points lead. What? You know? How is that possible? Even right? Yeah. No, I know. Yep. He exactly. rode terribly. Yep. yep. Compared yep. to the first two races, twelve twelve point lead now. Un- unbelievable. Yeah, it was odd. He was not even close. No, he was off all day. He didn't look good all day. Yeah. Uh, this track, which we can get into. This was the rare Supercross track these days. We don't see this much, Steve, but this was a real separator. These whoops, it was a real have-and-have-not uh, situation. Mm-hmm. And some guys were exposed. I, I think there was a risk-reward thing that we don't normally have to deal with. Uh, the 450 main was pretty dynamic. Like the first half of the race compared to the second half of the race, it changed a lot. Um, if you had those whoops dialed, or if you didn't, there was a massive difference. And, man... I don't feel like in Supercross these days we see that very often. Yeah. It, th- three good tracks in a row, by the way. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. I mean, obviously the Anaheim one was soft and crappy or whatever, but yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, really good tracks. Lots of options. Stuff that, you know, big stuff you want to try. Tough whoops. Yep. I, I, I was. These guys have been doing a good job this year. Uh, I, the riders I talk to talk about, you know, the jumps being a little taller, a little more steep, a little more abrupt. Yeah. So. Yeah, the, the jump starting rhythm lanes being a little bit steeper. I just, I, I what I just never understand is the, okay, we had Zach Osborne on our fly racing radio show in the pits at 5 o'clock. And he said, yeah, the tracks seem to be different. And we're like, is this a concerted effort? Is this a, is this by design? And he's like, I would assume so. Yeah. Is it not? It just seems weird to me that no one ever knows anything for sure. There is no communication Things happen, no. and we're left with, I guess, maybe. Yeah. No, yeah, I'm with you. I agree. Like, there might be a fundamental thing. They might be like, yeah, our dirt budget went up by 20%. Yeah. Or yeah. we no. looked at last year's maps, and we realized well, we've got to slow just, it down 10%. Yeah. Why would no one know this? This is definitely something I intended to ask. Uh, we've been working on trying to get another uh, <laughs> yes. Q&A going, like, yes. we, like we did after Limegate um, mm-hmm. last year. So I, that's on my list, yeah. So. It, yeah, three races in a row. It appears that some sort of philosophy has changed, but no one, including the riders at the elite level, knows. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, um, Hartraff, two thirds in a row. Never got a podium before. Now he's got two in a row. Yeah, but it took two Honda riders crashing out two times in a row. <laughs> hey, he'll take it. That check will cash. <laughs> that is true. That is true. And he was mentioning he's only two points down, I think, on Ferrandis. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, hey, you never know. You never know. You keep putting yourself in this position. Maybe right. one of these weekends turns into a win. Uh, I think you've quietly been a heart raft guy. Yeah. I think you've been impressed yeah. with heart raft. Well, the first two years. Cooper took his ride. So stop it. No, not true. No, that's what I heard. But no, no not true. yeah, I like Brandon. Works hard. Tries hard. 
Um, you know, he's beating Moseman. He's beating Amart. You know, a couple more experienced guys. Mm-hmm. So good job for that. Um, yep, for him. Yep. Uh, I don't. I don't know. One, two, fu, and yes, poor good. Jet Lawrence. I mean, we hear he's going to be out probably till yeah. after the East comes he's, in, and then West comes back probably in April or so. Any word of so. his agent has sort of a has negotiated any kind of deals with him for for slings or anything like collarbone slings. <laughs> he's it's quite the salesman. I get a little worried because I mean, obviously the improvement has been immense. We you really can't count well, Anaheim one for much. He, he's apparently sick. It was his first Supercross. He was giving Fortner almost all he could handle last week, and he won, you know, 98% of the race this weekend. But you get a little worried. I, w- I was saying to uh, Kellen, our new guy, when we were driving back to the race Saturday night, and I'm like, the easy assumption is, ah, don't worry. He's 16. He'll heal up. We'll see him in April. He'll get that win. These things are fleeting. You know, the Adam Cincirillo story tells us that. You just never can assume anything. So I hope it all works out. His speed off that dragon back was phenomenal. <laughs> oh, he was—he's exciting to watch. Yeah, he is. He is. Um, yes. You well, you know, like so. His brother Hunter is yet to race a Supercross. It'll be two years now. Uh, probably won't make one this year. Yep. But when they sign Hunter, this Jet kid came with it, and I didn't have my finger on the pulse of the amateur stuff or the EMX or whatever. But I was told by a couple of people close to the situation that it was Jet that was the real star or going to be the star. I was told that. And this is Hunter who got second in the MXG, second in MX2. Second or third? Yeah, I don't know. One of, one of the two. So, uh, you know, Hunter who beat Zach Osborne at Matterley in the Disney Nations, won the overall in MX2. Yeah. Yeah. But I was always told it was Jet the one is the one that is going to be better than Hunter. So. Yeah, I think talent-wise, you never know how it's going to suss out. Now, obviously, the injuries for Hunter are really stymieing his development. But I think, as much as they're brothers, I, I think that the situation's different. I think you have a real hard-nosed, workhorse, serious, contender, competitor-type guy in Hunter and a super talent in Jet. Now, you never know. Sometimes one works out better than the other, you know, as the, the hard worker grinding guy versus the super talent guy. Right now, it's not working for Hunter. The poor guy keeps getting hurt. Um, so yeah, I'm a little worried. I, obviously he's pumped that his brother's doing well, but for your younger brother to have almost won a supercross before you even get to do one, right? Uh, yeah. it's gotta be a little bit of a gut uh, punch. Looked cool when the Geico guys, they look good in that shift stuff and the bikes look good and they're out one and two. They were out one and two almost all day in practice. Every single practice. They were one, two yep, heat race. Yeah. They look good. Yep. Yep. Just real Exciting night for those guys. It just didn't didn't end very well. Uh, is Francis ever going to get these starts dialed? I don't know. I have no idea. I mean, it's been years now. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Odd for sure. Yes. And, and you know, none of this would have happened had for because Francis was on rails. He was great all day, qualified mm-hmm. fastest and everything else. Mm-hmm. None of this would have happened had he gotten a start. You know, so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, like we when all you... spend so much time talking about so many things, and really running a story in race rex right now and i'm like realizing that seriously we all know the the series doesn't begin at daytona it's pretty much over by then right right so you're talking seven or eight rounds decides everything and really seven or eight starts really decide everything yeah yeah yeah. um mosman and troll had to go to the lcq so they'll take that fourth and fifth all day 
Mm-hmm. You know, so good job for those guys. I didn't notice much. Amart went down. Down. Oh, the whoops were not kind. No, 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 not good for Amart. Now, did no. he? Did he crush in the main? I think he did. I think he crushed also and still got a fifth. That's how crazy what? of a race it was. I swear he went down in the main. All right. Well, maybe. I mean, Craig and it, what what turns from a seventh goes to a fifth when Craig and Lawrence end up out. Maybe. Um. And Jet, Jet still gets a ninth, as we were saying. So, uh, yeah. Oh, and sorry, Fortner is out too. So, yeah, maybe Troll's able to crash, be an eighth guy. Three guys go out. No, I'm looking at his lap times. I don't think he crashed. Troll. Yeah, time. I don't remember seeing. Yeah, one I, I thought there he was t- a lot to watch though. I know. I thought he tipped over, but yeah. Okay. Um, Clout was sketchy all day. A lot of crashes, but pulls <laughs> off a sixth. Yeah. Good job, Luke Clout. Uh, yeah. Freckle is just a a rock now. Yes. He's just a steady, grinded-out rock. Um, Jacob Hayes came from dead last to eighth. I don't know what dead happened. Last. Dead last. He was he was, he was was way back, and he was missing a side panel. And he oh. got all the way back up to eighth. I feel like that whole Gas Monkey team has been overachieving. Yeah, because Killian Auberson's in the mix, too. Yeah, those guys have been good. Yeah. Yep. And in Carson, is Carson Brown on that team? No. Nope. Sorry, my bad. He had a good race last week. This one, not as good. But Still 12th, right. though, for him. 10th for Alberson. So, yeah. So, do you have any problem with Jet? Like, this is the classic. So, in Canada, Jet Lawrence would have got a DNF. No, I understand that people say you got to right. cross the checkered yep, flag. Yep. Yep. That's how they do <laughs> but, it in Canada, bro. But he did beat those other guys, he beat them. Didn't cross the finish line. He did the same amount of laps, and he did them faster. So, I, I don't like. In the interest of true fairness, he went. He did the same amount of laps, and he did them faster. So, what's the problem here? Didn't cross the finish line. Yeah, I don't. I don't agree no, with that. I, I I'm not. It's I'm, a weirdo. I'm not saying I, know I agree a weirdo with it. I'm technicality just, right. to get ninth when you don't cross the finish line. Yes. But he did more laps than the riders that he beat. Yes. So are you supposed to regress? You're supposed to remove well, laps that he did? Well, the goal is to finish the race. I'm, I'm playing devil's advocate here. I'm not saying I side with these people. I'm playing devil's advocate here. But I understand the argument. Yeah. I mean, I hear it right. all the time. Right. And I know it doesn't make sense to say you get ninth when you don't finish. But you have to remember he... the other riders <laughs> did one whole less lap in the race. They didn't do awesome either. <laughs> They did one less lap. I know. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm I'm all right with it. I, I'm not a I'm not going to jump on this uh, participant medals for everyone millennial thing. Um, but it is heartbreaking to think that you'd go from uh, essentially second to twenty second in uh, one endo. So hey, God, that nice was points. Hey, that that whole thing was exciting. And then Dylan oh. coming in and hitting them, and Jet still pulling the trigger, and then. Dylan diving to the inside, Jet hitting him in the other turn before he, the straightaway he crashed. Like, just, it was cool. It's good racing. We've been talking about this quite a bit already, but by the way, the improvement of Jet Lawrence here, like, it's pretty alarming how good he got in a short amount of time. I, I thought at the race that Jet had a chance to stuff Dylan in the left-hander before the finish. Like, if he... Like I thought that he was, but looking back, watching it again, he really did need to check up, you know, and, and take that second. 
Like he wasn't gonna. It wasn't gonna happen. No, he wasn't close enough. Once they get out of that right yes, hander, right. Um, and, but but at, the, but at the race, I'm like, oh, he's gonna get him. Like he's gonna go. You know, but no. Yeah, and this goes back to the same argument with Ferrandis. Yes, you can re- you can review it. You can look at photos. You can look at it in slow mo. You can replay it. That is all potentially true on paper, but there's a straightaway and a turn before the finish. I, I don't think the riders think that way. It's like yeah, I'm yeah, sending yeah. it through these final two obstacles <laughs> and the last turn, and maybe I'll win. Like yeah. you have to account for the fact that there's some level of just balls to the wall instinct here, and they're not working with a calculator and a spreadsheet mm-hmm. while they're. Yeah, yeah. He just got passed with two with one turn to go, and he's going for the win. So send it through the whoops. I get it. So, is f- championship wise, Forkner out of this thing? With twenty two down, is this a star I, I Yamaha? Th- is this a battle for the star between the star Yamaha guys? The only reason I say no is because traditionally every rider has one bad race uh, in these eight or nine race se- series. Um, so Cooper hasn't had one yet. He's close enough to Ferrandis. What is he? Ten points down or something on Ferrandis? Uh, Twelve. Twelve. He he's he's not completely out of it on Ferrandis. Wait, I'm sorry. Yeah. Forkner down on Ferrandis? Yeah. T- ten, sorry. That's right. He's ten points on Ferrandis. So he has to play the odds that usually even the champ has one bad race. So he needs uh, Cooper to have the one bad one. And then, you know, ten points of Ferrandis with this many rounds to go, you know, that's that's surmountable. Um, but he has to hope that Cooper has a bad one, which it generally does happen. Even the champ usually has one bad race. Yeah. Yep. But it's going to be tough now. I cannot believe... I can't believe it. How did Fortner ended up getting a 17th? That's <laughs> the whoops. He crashed the whoops. That's it. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, what else? 250 class. Uh, We're good, bro. Yeah. yeah We're like, good. Yeah. Lots yeah. to talk about, but. Um, yep. Well, we'll see what happens this weekend. Uh, Craig, I, I mean, Craig, I, it's such a, you know, I like Christian Craig. Everyone, just about everyone does. So yeah. I really want to see him. He, I want to see him get in the box like this weekend. Just do something, get some positive going. You know, turn this thing around. So it's just crazy that he actually got third at the first race. Should have got third at the next two, yeah. and no trips yeah. to the podium. I cannot underline that fact enough. No, absolutely not. Yeah. Um, on Twitter today, a lot of people thought it was Will Hans' fault for not letting us ride this huh, bike. Interesting. Yeah, Pulp fans. Yeah, Pulp fans. So mm. um, we'll see. Yeah, just saying. Okay. Uh, Fly Racing Racer X Podcast presented by Renthal and Maxis. Uh, thanks for those guys for coming on board. FlyRacing.com. Please check out your uh, local dealer for all of the above uh, products. Race Tech as well. Uh, the Chaparral Honda team uh, uses Race Tech. So Jerry Robin, Zombie Blows, Starling, all running Race Tech out there. Motors and suspension. Racetech.com. Pulp 19 is the code to save. Get your suspension revalve. Get your motor work done. And uh, please check it out when you can. And uh, treat your bike right, and it'll treat you right. So maybe maybe Craig didn't treat his bike right, and that's what happens. I, I don't know. I'm just saying. I'm just, just pointing that out. Race, interesting. Race, interesting theory. Yeah. Uh, and also, too, Alias CBD. Uh, Alias Racer X is the code to save 20% at Alias CBD Company. So please check them out. They are the official pain bomb of the Geico Honda team. So, you know, there's a lot of pain over there today. Oh, the amount of bomb that must be being dis- <laughs> dissed out. 
a lot of CBD Jeez. on Craig's brain and then uh, all over Jet's body. I, I don't say. think Craig uh, – no, Craig didn't hit his head. Oh, you mean just for just, yeah. general No, mental, yeah, mental health. Upsetness. Right, yes, yes. mental health. Um, yeah, the, they, they might want to actually switch from CBD to the full-on. Um, which some other companies can provide. <laughs> yeah, maybe so. So <laughs> yeah. th- thanks to those companies for uh, coming on board. So 450 class from Anaheim. Um, I've got a, I almost posted a text today, but I, I couldn't figure out how to black out the, the person's name. Um, <laughs> but I was texting with an industry insider. Mm-hmm. And at 413, this person is negative on Eli. This person is not an Eli guy. Mm-hmm. And I and I at four thirteen I said, Eli Tomac's going to win tonight, and they said nope, you know AC is going to be the guy, and I said nope, and I just put number three there, and uh, I just I just thought Eli looked amazing all day, I really did, but but I did not think he was going to be able to rip through the pack and grab the win. I almost wrote or thought, oh well, he screwed that one up again, like just off a start, like you you did it again, you c- couldn't do it, uh, but unlike St. Louis. He was on fire, maybe even more so. And uh, what a race. He's back. Eli Tomek is back. Uh, <laughs> it was amazing. Uh, great ride. He was on rails. Um, and I just, I, yeah, he, I, I thought he was great all day. I know what the. So I, we're good now, right? Like Eli just goes on solid first, second most weeks and goes on winning the title. Is that where we're at, right? Finally. He's got it fig- figured out finally. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think finally. So. Okay, yeah. we're there. Yeah. I, I yeah, who knows, right? God, no, who knows? But uh, he was good. He was good on that night. Yeah, I mean the starts are obviously alarming. He got a little bailed out, and he did allude to this in the press conference after the race that you know he's not always going to have an inside gate and a double left hander off the start to bail him out. Mm-hmm. He's got to get these starts figured out. But been thinking a lot about this, and and even looking at some video. Um, Okay, Eli, traditionally not a great starter, A. But B, I think there's just a little trepidation. I don't think he's willing to send it and risk it all and go in there in that first turn and take the 50-50 coin flip of disaster. I I disagree. You don't? You don't agree with that? I don't don't agree with that, no. Really? No. I I think guys turn their brains off going in the first turn for the most part, but Eli does not do it. Dude, outdoors. He, he he gets the starts outdoors, and he gets in there. He's great. He, you know, he goes for it outdoors, no problem. Gets Ball. the starts outdoors. Well, yeah, this this past season was good. I feel like Eli's rep outdoors is he's we don't even see him for a while, and all of a sudden you're like, oh, here he comes. This past summer they were better. Well, 2018 in Supercross they were better too. Like, okay, sometimes yeah, we he gets thought we fight. thought it was the great. We all said oh, the great helped him. Yes, 2018, yeah. they switched yeah. to the great, and his starts were actually great. And that they've 2019 and 2020, they've gone back away. Yeah, but I I think there's just a general shut your brain off first turn of Supercross that most of the riders in the gate are using. I don't think he operates that way, and that's why it works out uh, badly How? more than half the time. I thought Kenny was going to win again. I thought Eli was too far back. Oh. How fast did he catch to, uh, Roxon? Good God. Well, yeah, but also how fast did Roxon – I mean, dude, three-quarters into the first lap of the race, you're like, what? Right. How does he have this big a lead? <laughs> I know. I think there was a lot of bar banging going on behind him. Yeah, yeah, and it's the typical thing. You know, if you clear the first couple of rhythms yeah. on the first lap, um, 
I don't want to bring up Geneva Supercross with the wonderful Marty off the start, but it's like if you get the jumps yeah. dialed yeah. on that first lap. Uh, yeah, but he reeled in Kenny like – but this is what I was saying about this track, which we think is cool. If you had those whoops dialed, the difference was astounding. Mm-hmm. And he had it, and I think Kenny knew he didn't. And, yeah, it was it was real quick. And you did say it. Like, Eli was a decent amount behind me. Like, I think Tomac has this, and I couldn't really argue. Yeah, yeah. You could just see, yeah. like, yeah. Uh, yeah. he's eating them up. Yeah, I was just like, it, it, he's got some air. He's got some clean air. It's over, you know. Um, the way he ripped through Anderson and Osborne and Adam, you're like, oh, boy. Like, he's got no problems with these guys this week. So, so we're good. We're good. This if, is it. If it was anybody else, if this was Ricky Carmichael, we'd be good. Yep. Or, He's finally or, or, or MC. Remember MC when MC switched to Yamaha, ninety eight. Yeah. Uh he didn't win for the first three rounds or whatever. Like it was like, oh boy, yep. you know, like what do we got? Yeah, Emig was still good. Yogi was fast. Yeah. Yeah. Tortelli won the opener in the mud. Then, uh, then I want to say Yogi won a couple or whatever, and then it was like, oh boy, MC's in the Yamaha. He's getting a rough. And then okay, yeah, I got this, and then he was gone. But that doesn't happen now. You just this is Eli Tomac, man. Yeah, we just, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. You it's, were literally flipping a coin. It's week to week. <laughs> yes, uh, you know, and I talked to Eli after the race, and he's the good thing is there's so much evidence and data and so many years of this that he doesn't deny it. You know, he's like, I basically stayed on the same setup for the last month going to Anaheim one, and I thought everything was good, and then uh, here we go, the same thing happened again and again and again and again. It just keeps happening. Over and over and over forever. Mm. Um, so he said he was frustrated, uh, no doubt. I feel like Eli's been pretty light at the races, like not the normal I, I honestly, uh, stare. But I haven't talked to him once this year. I, oh. I, I just haven't seen him at the truck. Like not not seen him gone by. Yeah. Never never saw him. So I, I he could have a. Does he have a beard? I don't even know. What, what does he look like? <laughs> I, well, I just thought he he seems happier this year. So I yeah, said that, yeah, yeah. and he's like, no, I've been fired up and frustrated about how these first two races have gone shouldn't have got arm pump at the first race shouldn't have started 19th at the second race he was not happy right uh, yeah the, so look, who knows man who knows listen the, who just knows? just like ferrandis you can't keep rolling the dice with these starts and then uh and just get yes. out okay like because because you'll get bit you'll something will happen even out of your control yeah yeah, yeah. yep yeah somebody washes out in front of you and there's four, literally 15, 16 riders in front of you. Yeah. 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 One of these weeks is going to bite him. Yep. He's got right. to. He's got to get it figured out. Uh, yeah. Um, but he was cer- certainly good at Anaheim too. Wow. You um, know what I thought was weird about the race? Hmm. It was so different. The race changed so much. You know, like Eli caught Ken no problem, pulled away easily, but then the second half of the race. It got uh, it got alarmingly close at the <laughs> end, and then Webb, who was swallowed up in his battle, was almost catching them. It was so different it, as it, the track broke down. Well, it, it, Anderson's race was all over the map. Anderson yes. at one point looked like he was just going backwards, and then mounted another charge on Osborne. Webb was getting caught by Osborne, and then Webb turned it on and caught Kenny. It was very all over the map. Like you couldn't make any judgments during the race of what was going to happen. A guy, no. a guy. Well, I guess Adam. Started strong and then slowly got worse. Uh, but other than that, like everyone was up and down. At one point, I thought Adam was being held up by Webb. Yes. And just like, where is he going to get him? Right. And then finished way behind him. Yep. Yeah, sixth um, place for, for AC. Yeah, but the gap between Webb and AC mm-hmm. after AC was just like 
bumping into him for yeah. lap after lap. Well, and AC had Brayton coming up on him. Your guy. Yeah. Yeah. You were a little alarmed. You're like, I, if Brayton gets AC, we got a problem. We do got a problem because Pookie was next to me and not, <laughs> and then you're not on the other side, and I didn't want to have to start any, break up any fights. Yeah. I mean, it would have been good for Brayton to, to, to show the kids what's up. Um, I heard there was words between Osborne and Anderson after afterwards. But, really? Yeah. But I talked – Osborne hit him off the track, like alongside before the finish. Yeah, he did. And, yep. um, and, uh, and Anderson had to ride in the, in, the, in the ambulance lane and then jump back in. Now, I talked to Osborne after the race, and, I mean, I'm pretty tight with him, but maybe I said any problems with any of that. He hit you. You hit him. You know, last week, AC hit him. He hit Adam. Osborne's like, nope, all good. So I don't know if Osborne was not telling me the truth, and it was actually, um, you know, it, or it was Anderson that was upset, and not, and not Zach. But apparently, there was hard feelings there. So that'll be interesting hmm. to watch. Uh, Zach, as far as yeah, I mean, dude, Zach was seventeenth in in qualifying in the heat race. He whole shot and went to ninth. <laughs> yes, I, barely I, hung on. Yes, to barely. Whole shot. Yeah, and and then yes. somehow ends up getting a strong fourth in the main event. What the hell? I don't know, what? man. <laughs> Hashtag early season. You that, cannot figure yeah. out anything. Went to a softer season. setup, he told me, and I'm just like, oh, okay, that's it. All right, that's that's it. Softer setup prevented the first to ninth. You know, I don't, I don't know. I I think the track was changing so much because Eli said he's like, as the moisture came up and the boops got really slick, he's like, it it was, you know, almost a different track yeah. in the final ten minutes. So that obviously favored some riders over another. And then Webb said, you know, Webb has had this illness. Mm-hmm. Webb said he was a little worried at the beginning of the race. Will I be able to go 20 plus one? And then he said he got to the halfway point and was like, huh, well, I actually feel okay. I'm going to go for it. Yeah, he was good. So, yeah. So um, there were just so many with the track going away, the whoops especially. And, dude, those whoops were scary. Like every time. <laughs> Pick any rider. Watch him go to the whoops. And you're like, yeah, don't die. Yeah. Uh, so with that and yeah, Webb a little bit of unknown with his fitness, with the illness. Um, yeah, it led to a main event where it was like every time you think you had it figured out. Oh, this guy's faster than this guy. Nope. Crazy that Webb's been three, twelve, three, and yeah, the two thirds have been like, dude, great work, really strong, you know, all of that. Yeah, he even said after the race to me, he's like, I've kind of made a thing of even if I struggle, I can get a start and salvage it in the main. But he's like, at St. Louis, I couldn't even do that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we've talked about that a lot where it looks like he's out of this thing, like out of a race, particular weekend. You know, you're like, oh, boy, here it is. And then. Yeah, he pulls it out. Pulls St. It Louis, out. you yep. just kept waiting and waiting, and it never happened. Um, but it's exciting. I mean, you cannot at all, after these three races, really make any uh, stone-cold lead pipe lock conclusions out of any of these seven or eight guys well there's seven of them in my mind osborne webb ac anderson tomac barsha roxon i don't know youtube says mookie bro (laughs) everyone says mookie (laughs) i mean mookie mookie (laughs) look mookie's been solid He, he he's been very solid like no in shape riding forward never really getting a start but riding forward you know so Nothing but good things for Mookie's season, in my eyes. It is what you want, right? Like, you want him to be solid, not get hurt, be consistent, not crash. Mm-hmm. And, be so sha- and be in shape, which he never has been. 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it is unfortunate that this is resulting in what, like sixth to ninth ish finishes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but yeah, it, we would love to have our Mookie fever result in a win, but I mean, come on. Right. This is 450 Supercross. That's, he, that's hard. Still went by two guys in the whoops like they were standing still one lap. Oh, it's amazing. It's amazing. Look, Feld around the circus. Like, sell some tickets to this. Just set up some damn whoops. Like, Mookie will come to your town and blitz whoops for you. <laughs> I'd pay for this. What? Where does Baggett finish if he doesn't fall? Oh. I don't even understand. He was frisky. He was frisky. Did he cut the track? Where did he come from? <laughs> I don't know. It's a great question. Yes, I don't know. I, so, Roxon pulls out a ginormous lead in the first three turns of the race. I glance back to watch where's Tomac, where's AC, where's Webb. And then next thing I know, Baggett's taking the lead. Yeah. And then next thing I know, he's on the ground. He's on the ground. Yeah. He's, he's. <laughs> I have no I, idea. I wanted to go from. talk to Blake after the race. I didn't make it over there, but it was, he was on my list of guys because I'm like, this is going to be just epic interview. I don't <laughs> yes. know what he's going to say. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to say, you know, that he. Heard there was a California gold rush in that turn. And he yeah, went down yeah, and look, yeah, or something bizarre. <laughs> right, something where you're just like, this guy's on crack. Yeah, um, Kenny was so fast on that first lap. How did Baggett catch him and pass him that quickly? I do not understand. No, I don't know either. I don't know. Yeah, um, he must just... have just sent it in that second whoop section of the dragon back or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then just nothing, just chaos. Yeah, boom. Um. Yeah, it would have been it would have been interesting. You didn't answer the question where he finishes, but I guess it's hard to say, right? It is actually because of the way the race turned out. Like like I said, with the rest of the guys, Anderson, Osborne, uh, Eli, AC, Webb. Anytime you're like, okay, this is the fastest guy of that group. Like five laps later, it would change. Mm-hmm. It's quite awesome. Yeah, like this is what you want racing to be like every week. Um, Barsha lost the red plate. Never looked good all day. No. Did you find anything out? Did you ask anybody? I, I didn't. No, I didn't. I didn't. But I, I, that was alarming. This is like what we're worried about, right? Yeah, yeah. It's it, it, he it was quite, Barsha, I've always he qualified 18th, right behind Zacho or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I've always said this, Pat Barsha. I know he's the wild child and he's the rever and he's a scrub guy, but the 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 bad races for Barsha, I, I, his whole career have never been the oh he's so fast, but he just wads it. It's yeah. usually like he just has nights where he's just not fast. Yeah. yeah. And you were hoping that this is the year where he doesn't have those. But here we go now. We've yeah. had two ones where he was good and one where he just wasn't yeah. that fast all yeah. night. Oh, I mean, ninth isn't the end of the world, you know. But, yeah, ch- uh, champions don't just get ninth generally, by and large. Eli, Eli is not, well, Eli's not a champion, so I guess, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, that's, right, that's right, the problem. Right. right. Um, so I talked to Adam after the race. Um, I went and saw him, and well, my wife wanted a photo with him, of course, so I'd go sure. find him, and I, I gave him the chance to bow out of the interview because he was pretty bummed out. Uh, he did not take that chance, but I'll tell you what, he perked up when I did mention one thing. He he got a little happy, a little smile hmm. went over his face hmm? when I brought hmm. up the man oh. who ended the streak. Oh! I brought up the man who ended oh. the streak. <laughs> That pumped him up. Yes, that brought Losing a sm- the that, streak. That brought a smile to his face. Seven straight practice sessions. Adam Cincelo was the best rider on the track in the 450 class. Session number eight, Martin Davalos took him down. Marty, it was unbelievable. 
It's, it was unbelievable. It's so, it's, Marty's loose, also, by the way. So, you know, he's... Unbelievable. Not Tomac, not Roxon, not Anderson, not Webb, not Barsha. No, nope. no. Marty. Martin Davalos on the Team Tedder. Yes. Machine. Yes. He's the one to do it. And I said, well, if there was one man to break it, he's like, oh, Marty's the best or something. He was like, I'm fine with that. <laughs> it's it's freaking incredible. And, it is. But whatever, it's what I, – look, I don't know if you know this, but I wasn't quite as high on Marty's chances as you. Right. Yeah, I'm aware. I, I, look, Marty's a good rider. Marty's dynamic. Marty's racy, whatever you want to call it, spunky. But I didn't know if he had straight up fastest in the 450 class level speed. But uh, – Damn it all he does. <laughs> he fell. So, as I said, Marty's loose. Like, a lot of things go on. Marty's crashed every main event. Marty's been the fastest guy in one practice. Marty's lost a muffler. Marty's <laughs> cartwheeled. Yeah. Everything that Marty could happen to made, like, two laps in St. Louis. Everything that could happen to a rider has happened to Marty three rounds in. Yeah. Yes. Um, yes. Yes. But he fell early and was dead last and got up to 13th. Good job, Marty. A lot of heart there. Good work. Well, I think both of you were operating with Marty on our fantasy team, which is a yep, yep. I mean, an all-time just legendary risk. I mean, you you know you're in for a wild ride. How about after? So Marty tops the charts. The checkers come out. Adams riding up the tunnel. I'd send him a text with just Marty, just a photo of Marty, not no comment. That's it. Yeah. And yeah. before that thing even gets sent, he texts me. Marty in all casts with exclamation points. <laughs> yes. Like, I don't think he was off the bike for more than a minute. No, no, I argued that he, the Fox gloves must allow you to text. Yeah, yeah. You There's were, no you way were... he had time to take his gloves off when he no. sent you that Marty text. This is him celebrating not being fastest. <laughs> Pumped. And, he, and as he said, yeah, time to pass the torch. So, oh, hey, look. The, the qualifying time was awesome, but the main event was better. Yeah, it was. No, good job. Was there a you, – you said you had some intel set up? Clutch problems, clutch issues, not oh. set up. Oh. Clutch problems that they fixed? Yes, yes. All right. Still can't get his starts down, though, but they – yes, clutch problems. But, but you can work with this? We can work with this. You can work with this. Did you ever think Marty would be the fastest guy out of everybody? The, the first guy to beat AC? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I know you're high on Marty. I don't have a problem with Marty. I respect Marty, but I'm talking 450 Supercross here. Uh, I didn't think he'd be that good. Um, pretty, pretty remarkable when you think about it, right? <laughs> team, I was on Team Tedder, bro. I know. Team Tedder, first year in the, in the class. Yes. So. He's faster than practice at Anaheim, uh, he, too. He also picked himself in Pulp Mix Fantasy. Wait, Marty plays Fantasy? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess he's all into it. So he knows... He, okay, this is like a mirror, looking in a mirror, and like a camera. Right. So Marty knows what it's like to gamble on Marty. Yes. Yes, he does. Oh, this is incredible. I have to ask him about this. Yes. Marty knows what it's like to gamble on Marty. Oh, can you imagine the gray hairs he's losing over Marty? So when he crashed out of St. Louis, I have to wonder if he had picked himself. No, you can't, you can't pick yourself two weeks in a row. Do you think he picked himself at Anaheim 1? I would think he did. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Do you think – I never thought about this. 
I, I did in JT's racing days. We used to communicate, you know, when he was a racer and a uh, a uh, fantasy enthusiast. Uh, and I used to ask him if fantasy ran through his mind, like, yeah. did you purposely let some dudes buy you? So does a guy like Marty say, uh, I'm not going to pick myself tonight. I think I'm going to be sketchy. I don't know. I, I No, I don't think sketchy, sketchiness finds Marty no matter what. He can't control sketchiness. It's just the anvil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just that's what happens. <laughs> it's, it's, it's what, just... what happens. <laughs> but, yeah, no, he's – it's unbelievable. Like, I am over there. Talking to him, we high fived. Mm-hmm. I interviewed him. Like we, it is like maybe he thinks there's another guy that said he had a mask and a gun. Maybe he thinks it's Matthews. <laughs> Matthews, that like, Matthews guy, like Jmart, like Jmart. Jmart's got yeah. Matthews and Fernandez. <laughs> he must be so confused. I, I wish you were able to forgive and forget as well as other people are with you. Yeah, I know, I know. Okay, <laughs> I know. Okay, I know. I know. You got that, Steve? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Um, hey, uh, AP man, got to start. I think it was fourth uh, for a little bit. Uh, uh, drop, got drop quick, but then was okay, but then fell. He oh. did fall, right? Please, God, tell me. He no, fell. he fell. He fell. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. No, he, he didn't did. go from third to 21st. No, 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 no. Okay. He fell. So, bummer for a- AP. Uh, just trying to get it out, man. Just trying to. I had a guy tell me, a guy who's pretty plugged in. He said, how come Barsha's bike's better and Aaron's isn't? And I said, it isn't? And he said, no. And I, I don't know. I'm out on that one. So. Yeah, I don't want to say too much because I feel like as a reporter I should look into this before I say it. But it is odd that Barsha was way better this year. You did not hear that about Plessinger. Plessinger is riding his balls off to be 11th or 12th best mm-hmm. at best. Uh, even gets a start and still can't do it. And Barsha said so much about on my own test rider. I did all the testing. I worked yes, with the team. Yeah, yeah. Never, and I'm like, ne- where never, is the teammate in these ne- conversations? Never brought up, right? Never. No, and, you know, you go over to Yamaha, I'm not, like, Plessinger's still laughing. Everybody still likes the guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like they're, like, over him or anything. No. But, uh, I, yeah, I got to ask what the difference is um, because it's it's not working for him. No, no. He got swallowed up. Honestly, was it the first good start on a 450 we've seen Dude, Plessinger get? I think in Daytona when he hurt himself. Didn't he have a – wasn't he up front? Or near near the front, not. Oh near, yeah, maybe. I thought yeah. that, seriously, that's only that comes to mind. You're absolutely right. Yeah. So I was a little like, oh, okay, let's see what we got here. Oh no, it's not good. He's getting passed again and again <laughs> oh, no, and again. No, it's and not again. good. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Hopefully, he figures it out. Uh, Dean Wilson had a stronger day. Qualified well. Mm-hmm. Tenth in the main. Getting better. Dean is now gonna maybe start being a little bit more of a factor. So. Yep. That's good. Another week, it could have been on my fantasy team, but you keep telling me to take bigger risks. <laughs> Don't go with main event, guys. Uh, right. We can talk about Freezing Hill, but we can also talk about the free pizza that Mike Genova got us for dinner. Thank you. Yes. Thank you, Smart Top, for that. Huge thank you, because we brought over an entourage. We did. My mom. Yes. My wife. Lissamore. more. Yep. You, you brought the uh, new my guy. My new guy, Kellen. Your new guy. Yep. Yeah. And uh, Genova said, I thought Steve was going to bring you over, not the entire Coombs family. <laughs> well, he told me, I said, hey, I brought Weege. And he goes, when he texted me, and then he said, hey, Mathis, come on by or whatever. And I said, well, I brought Weege. 
And he goes, oh, I know he'd be here. There's free pizza. I know he'd be right behind you. <laughs> <laughs> so you, got, you already got that rep going on for, in the pits. Oh, I knew he'd be right behind you. They so. had so much pizza over there, everyone, that the – Steve, did you see they had the wheel cart filled with pizza? No, no, did they? Oh, you never saw that? So you fans might have seen this in photos, or maybe you see it if you look closely on TV around the starting this. gate. Ever since Chad Reed broke a spokes at, like, the 2010 opener, teams now have these wheelbarrow on steroids carts that can fit front wheels to bring down to the track. And they filled their wheelbarrow cart with pizza. I never saw that. No, there was a lot of pizza there, though. <laughs> it was filled. And there, Tony Alessi, just workaholic, just couldn't. He got in there. He opened up a fresh box, got us plates, like just handled it. And I just said, Tony, you ever think of how much money you'd make if you applied this effort into a field outside of racing? <laughs> like, <laughs> God, Tony Alessi, he's a lot of things. But he's definitely a hard worker. Yes, yes, he is. Oh, he is. Yes. Um, <laughs> Bogle has not been off to a strong start this year. Um, mm, no. Did you talk to him after the race? I did not. No, I did not. Oh, okay. Uh, Bowers was good in qualifying because the whoops were big and tough. And uh, I think his first <laughs> session, Bowers was sixth or something in it. So, mm-hmm. but he still was good uh, coming back from uh, Germany. Uh, Zombie Blows was okay. Brees made the main, his first main of the of the weekend we each, so I I, I got you to pick Brees in Pulp Mix Fantasy. So uh Benny, yeah. Benny Bloss crashed out. So and Chad Reed. Hey, at least he's still racing, okay? You were worried. I was worried. You I were worried. worried. You were stressing. I, I didn't like what I saw in St. Louis. Like he threw in the towel. Yeah. I know he supposedly, whatever, he had a lens issue or something. I don't know. After, hey, I listened to my interview with him um, after mm-hmm. the race. He says he quit. He says, I've never been a quitter. But he admitted he quit. Yeah. That's what it looked like. Like, I think at St. Louis, that pace was so intense. That track was so wide open. You had to do quads and big jumps. I'm like, he's going to get lapped two or three times. He doesn't want to do that. Yeah. Um. So I really worried. I'm like, I... Does he throw in the towel on this whole thing? Uh, been, we've you, seen... But you've been hearing some whispers too, right? Kind of like well, not, not, not throwing in the towel, but like he didn't ride all week, which he admitted to me that he didn't ride all week. You had heard yes, that? Yes, I had heard he didn't ride this week, and I'm like, mm, well, if you're trying to get better, mm-hmm. uh, that's not a way to do it. So is he giving up? And it just seemed like he had A, thrown in the towel, and then B, didn't ride all week. That didn't seem like a good combination. And by the way, a lot of these weirdo retirements – I mean, you were front and center to Wyndham, uh, and what did uh, McGrath, you know, got in the KTM, rode those two races in, in Europe. It doesn't often end mm-hmm. the way it's scripted, right? It's like the guys think they got another year or two in them, race a couple of rounds, and quickly realize, mm, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I was worried about. So I was just pumped the Chad was out there. Yep. He's frustrated, though, and depressed. I, I got him to talk about old Anaheims that he won. You know, mm-hmm. so that part was he was happy about that, I think. But mm-hmm. not a great interview. If you listen to it, go back and listen to it. He's not he's not stoked at all on anything. So, yeah, I'm going to just take JT's stance from last week. I don't know what 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 was expected. I mean, he's coming in woefully underprepared. Where who should he be beating? Should he be getting tenth? I didn't think it'd be this bad. I mean, literally in 2018. He couldn't walk and couldn't train and couldn't, you know, like, yeah, he's about that level right now. 
and he can walk and train and ride. I know, but it it hasn't been a okay. He was hurt that year, but I would say this offseason hasn't been a true program either. I, I'm I'm surprised that he's this bad. I'll be I'll be perfectly honest. Did I expect much? No. Did I expect it to be this bad? No. I'll give you that, except for the fact that you look at, you know, Barsha being what seventeenth in practice and Zach yeah. being sixteenth, and yeah, I'm like, dude, yeah, it's no. just hard. Like, yeah. how how far forward? The dude, top seventeenth, the seventeenth fastest rider in practice was the points leader. I watched him on a lap, and I'm like, that looks pretty good. That's mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. on a, on a qualifier lap in practice, and then. He crossed the line and he got the twenty second or twenty third, and I'm like, yeah. wow, like he looked legitimately pushing it, and I'm mm-hmm. like, holy shit, like if you, I would have bet a lot of money that that lap would, lap would have put him in a fifteenth spot, twelve, fifteen, somewhere in there, you know what I mean? Like, and I, he crossed the line, he was twenty one or twenty two. I was just like, oh shit, you know, like, so. yeah. And then I think it was Chiz and maybe Brees from the other. Yeah. Session. Like uh, edged him. Like Yeah. Yeah. And this is what we worry about. Like you you mentioned the Tevin Tapia battle at Monster Cup. Like you don't want to see Chad Reed battling these guys. I'm still glad he's out there, but Yeah. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah. When he can't catch Chris Blows in a heat race for a transfer spot last week, you're just like man, he can't when get Kyle Chris Cun- Blows. Kyle Cunningham caught him pass him in the LCQ. I'm like, Kyle yeah. Cunningham catching him and passing him? Like <laughs> what? Chad Reed. Hansel. Me, that- the only guy that expects that is Hansel. Yeah, Hansel was very excited. Uh, or or that thing last week where I said, isn't it odd that, like, look, you know me, Brayton, a great rider. He's a great, great <laughs> rider. Has anyone ever considered Brayton Chad Reed's level? Mm, come on. Chad right. Reed's an all-timer. Yeah. But in that LCQ last week, it's like, oh, Brayton's only got to get Chad? Well, that's inevitable. Yeah, 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 yeah. Isn't it weird? Yeah, yeah. Where you just instantly, Brayton is like at a 40% higher level now it's just so weird we uh we got marty talking we just talked about chad so it's only natural mm-hmm. anything else what about the stew st louis oh, what about stew and st louis breakdown he's back <laughs> you said on our fly racing show after at, at anaheim you said is no this was friday night this was the live show in st louis this is what this was you said does anybody think he's gonna have a week two in him and like nobody put their hand up. <laughs> no, no, no. I said all seventeen. Oh, okay. To be fair, I said he does this for all seventeen rounds. Not a single person in the audience put their hand up. But I, I didn't really mean seventeen. Like I'm just, I, I will give credit. <laughs> I didn't really even think round two was coming. <laughs> I didn't either. I didn't either. But no, dude. I think they're. I think they're. I think they're coming weekly. I do. Really? Yeah. I heard Sa- a rumor that Villapoto's going to do one one of these weeks. I don't know, but Villapoto's kids were there for that Stasic thing, and Villapoto was there, and we were all standing around talking about the Stu video, and someone said, does anybody want to tell RV that he's the second greatest retired rider oh. ever when Stu, when Stu starts coming around? Oh. <laughs> oh. And no one wanted to tell RV that. No one volunteered no. that. <laughs> oh. So. Um, hey, we tried to – we, we – the very first steps, we are trying to broker the deal. We were. We were. We're tr- we are. We are trying to get Stu back at Kawasaki. Well, but 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 we this is three years now. 
I think it's more than that. Steve. More than that. I mean, we Bruce Sternstrom over there, Bruce Sternstrom. I mean, we have we brought up the home butt patch. We, yes. You know, we said Red Bull. We can we can black out the helmet. We tried to do all this like compromise. Bring yes. him home. Bring, bring him, him home. Bring him home. I think I think it's been five years because we brought it up when Reed ended up back at Yamaha. He raced for Yamaha two years, then a Husky, then JGR, and then this year. <laughs> so that's five years we've been working on this stew thing. And I think now we have it in our sights. I, I do. I th- I think something's brewing. I think something is brewing behind the scenes. James Anakawi. Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, should I spill what I know or kind of know? Oh well, I didn't know you knew anything, but now that you've said that, you're really gonna have to. Well, I don't know, no, no but no, you don't know, no, you don't know, no. You would have told me this if you knew, knew. I think there's a monster deal coming for Stu. Okay, well, I think the, that makes the Cowie thing look that much better. That's what I'm talking about. I think, I think there's something coming, and mm-hmm. I think the Cowie, the Cowie guys, kind of gave it away. Interesting. Okay. That that there may be something coming. So, but ah, but with phenomenal. Stu, this could be Puxatani Phil. He could see his that's shadow. True. He could see his shadow, and then that's it. Where it's all done. But yep, there could be radio silence uh, starting tomorrow morning. I'm enjoying these breakdowns, though. Yeah, they're good. They're good. He seems like he's happy. That's that's really all you want. Yep. Seems like he's yep. into it. He's talking about it. I enjoy them. I hope he keeps doing them. What I think is cool about them is that he references races and things that happen during his, like, three years of silence, which is good to know. Oh, okay, he was actually watching the races, I guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. We didn't know. Right. He wasn't around. Right. He wasn't there in person. Right. Uh, but it was good to know he, he must, every Saturday night, he turned well, on the TV. One person I talked to said that is they're not you know super tight with him, but they kind of know. They're like, he's tired of playing golf. All right. And I'm like, okay, all right, that makes sense. All right. I would be uh, tired of not making money when you can make money. How about that? <laughs> I know you would be that way for sure. Yes, 100%. You would be that way. Look, we've said this over and over. This was never just a selfish endeavor on our part. Like, oh, he doesn't owe anyone anything. He doesn't owe anyone anything. We were never asking for him to come back for our own personal entertainment. There is money to be made. There is money to be made. There is a blueprint for this now. RV makes money. RC makes money. Uh, RC and and Chad are counting the days till Chad's retired so they can make money and do match races at some of these international events. James Stewart could make a decent amount of money if he came out of hiding. So we're not just saying this. As I always say, don't do it for me. Do it for yourself. Do it for yourself. Wow. Yeah. He's he's coming back, and I and I'm enjoying this. So I, I I can't wait for a Anaheim two breakdown. Hopefully, Ferrandis Craig. Are you? You're, you're just. You're just. This is happening. I don't know. I assume. I'm, I I wouldn't assume anything ever. It's <laughs> a good point. Good point. I, I'm not looking forward to anything. I'll be glad when it pops up to have it. But until yeah. that day comes, right? Never count on anything. It's a good point. I'm, I, yeah, I'm not going to sit there and keep refreshing. Don't get YouTube. ahead of yourself. Right. 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 Yes. Yes. But dude, I I. I kind of hear through the grapevine. It could be a monster deal for him. No. And if that happens, talk about oh, Cowie. Well, then I think that then yeah, then it's a natural Cowie thing, right? Um, and then so my theory was, and I threw this out, and everybody laughed. Oscar, 
was not hired to be a crew chief. Oh. No, for Adam. No, 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 no. He was hired to bring him home. Oh. He was, like Chad, Oscar can, has James, you respect, and everything else, right? So. Yeah, Oscar is the whisperer. Right. So, Oscar is the lifeline to James. They're buddies. And Oscar will bring James home. Well, we threw every name out there that we had uh, under the tent this weekend. We threw out J-Bone. We threw out Williamson. Get them all back. Come on, Cowie. Let's, let's yeah. do it. Let's make it happen. So, yep. You uh, mentioned J-Mac. Yeah, J-Mac back. Beaks. 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 <laughs> I don't think James is going to wear Fox. I don't think so. No, maybe not. <laughs> um. Anyway, so we'll see, man. I'm enjoying these breakdowns, though. Yes. So. Yeah, they're good. They right. are good. Uh, yeah, it's fun. I notice he has not broken down Mookie yet either. It is odd. It's odd that he hasn't said one <laughs> word about his brother. No. Not like, hey, Mook looking good or no, I'm, I'm talking to Mookie every week. Like nothing. He's not no, mentioned no. Mookie once. So <laughs> and Mookie's been good. Like he's been relevant. Right, 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 right. <laughs> so I don't know. Um, all right. Anything else? You uh, You'll be in here Monday night. For the uh, Public Mex show, so we'll discuss a lot more of this. Yeah, emphasis on emphasis on the night part. Thanks for moving your show up one hour. Be here by five, or the, or the fines will start. It's going to be tough. Just tell GL to back it down and knock this Geneva thing out. All you need to do is start yelling about Marty. That's all you need to do for Geneva. It was, it is, it was fun, and it is fun every year to have an excuse to go talk to Brayton about Geneva. What we say? are doing the Geneva voiceover tomorrow. I don't know why we do this two months after the race. Um, but well, it's a good excuse to talk about Brayton about great days. I mean, at Geneva, you hit me up and said, hey, uh, are there any cameras there? Is, yes. is Georgia there? Yes. And I said, yeah. And you're like, okay, sweet. There's another <laughs> show. I can make some money. Like that was, that was Are there cameras there? Is, <laughs> that's, not, that's how you know. Yeah, the, the TV business, it's like any other business. It's always less organized than you think. I, I literally got a phone call, uh, I think, Friday afternoon saying, yeah. hey, would you like to come back and do flat wow. track this year? And I'm like, yes, of course I would. Um, I've been wondering because the first round is in uh, March and we're only about a, we're closing in a month. Yeah. And I kind of need to know if you need me there. But that's the way all TV works. It's always a little bit last minute. Can you make sure in Geneva you talk about Marty and I said his fork? Remember, I helped him with his fork. It was pushed in. Oh, yeah. What was the problem? The f- the axle was, like, sticking out of the fork, and I said, Marty, that's got to be flush with the with the fork. And he said, no, 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 no. And I said, yeah, Marty, that, that you're binding your forks, and I loosened them, and then the fork popped back to its natural home. This is the axle? Yeah. He thought part of it was supposed to stick out? Yes. Gosh. Yeah. Okay, yes. Can, can I reference you by name? Yes. Yeah. When, when did this happen? Uh, this was uh, for night, for day two. Okay. Yeah. All right. Day Check. two. So day right, one, everybody so, upgrade your cable program. Get Mav TV. We will handle that. All right, perfect. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, mm-hmm. All right, thank you uh, uh, to everybody. Fly Racing and Maxis and Renthal and Alias CBD as well, of course. Um, Glendale this weekend. Will we go four for four for winners? No, it's good. Eli Tomac, it's good, man. Yeah, we're good. Okay, <laughs> is it? He's finally got it. Going to run away with it. Yep, finally. You know what? Finally. He pro- he he probably will. Just when you think he won't, he will. And when you nobody and when you, knows. And when you think he does, he doesn't. 
So, yeah. 100%. That's, that's the way it goes. Um, <laughs> all right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Why can't? Thank you, buddy. I right, see ya. Thanks for listening to the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show. Don't forget to check out some of our past shows, including motocross legends such as The Bad Boy, Rick Johnson. I looked down and my hand was junk. I mean, yeah. I was sitting over to the side. The tendons were jerking in weird places. And my biggest disappointment with Danny Storbeck is that he never said sorry. Danny and I were friends, and we've never talked since. Brian Lunis. Before the 500 event, Dave and I fly to Germany, go down to Stuttgart. There's this little shop out the back of the mall factory. We get our cylinders, take them back, and, you know, off we go. And, you know, we ran Nicosil Cylinders as a factory part for a handful of years before anybody ever saw it in production. Dave Arnold. And, and Magoo was all, you know how he did the big pancake thing? Right. And, right. and he's got the thing, he's completely laying on the gas tank trying to miss his tree. I mean, he would have gone even harder, jumped farther if that tree hadn't been, you know, yeah. if, if it hadn't been there. The Hurricane Bob Hanna. I love the guy. I don't dislike. I think he's the greatest competitor this sport ever had. That absolutely 100% in my mind. I firmly believe that statement I said about these modern-day guys in Switzerland or Holland or Belgium on 45 minutes on the same bike. You're not beating Roger. Are you crazy? They're not doing it. If they think they're so much better nowadays than they were in those days, they're fools. They're different bikes, different times. The Beast from the East, Damon Bradshaw. It got to the point where I didn't want to leave home, and once I got to the race, I wasn't into it. If I wasn't going to give 100%, I'm not going to take the money. The working class hero, Doug Henry. It was definitely an emotional moment for me, just thinking to myself, that's it, you know, and it's, it's amazing the stuff that goes through your head in a short amount of time of the things that, you know, that I was going to miss. The daughter, Ron Machine. Until you really open your ears and you want to listen to what they're saying, it's like beating a dead horse, I mean, you know. And I know from personal experience, did anybody ever sit me down? Of course they did. Everybody did. Pro Circuits, Mitch Payton. There's two ways to make the money. One is you can sign for money, or two, you can earn the money. I'm a high believer in earning the money. I think they ride better when they earn the money. Seven-time Jeremy McGrath. I was so mad, like so disappointed and so frustrated that I pulled pick and I left. Every point counts. I could kick myself to this day for not just riding around in tents. It's been no problem. My, my ego got in the way, you know? The O Show, Johnny Omar. Stuff that you could you'd sit there if you didn't even want to ride it. You just wanted to just look at it all day. I mean, I got a chance to test all that. I like that era I was in. I really do. Search Pulp MX in the iTunes Store to enjoy these and over 800 great motocross podcasts. Hey, hey,